Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. Again, you just heard the breaking news with Paul Rasmussen that uh, U.S. Steel has been sold to a Japanese steel company for $14.1 billion. So what what impact will that have here? It'll be interesting to not see. Not much. Probably I mean, not. And, and, you know, the suggestion they're keeping the headquarters here, eh. it's not what it was. It's nice to have something, but it isn't a whole lot. As you know, Larry, that business has changed dramatically. And we it, it's always ironic that we're not the Steel City anymore as we were. And that started to change 40 years ago. Oh, hell yeah. By the way, we used to have a population of 650,000. So folks know. So they have perspective. Now it's under 300. So, Joining us on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline, he is a state representative, Republican Party, the 15th District, and is on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline, Josh Kale. Josh, good morning. Hey, good morning, Larry. Good morning, Marty. How are you guys? Hey, hey my man. I've heard dumb... SHI blank a lot out of Harrisburg in my life, but this is kind of a new low. Is it not, sir? Kind of? Yeah, it's 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 remarkable that, uh, and I'm assuming you're talking about the leaky roof situation. Oh, yeah. That we're going to miss three months of work. And and here's the thing, guys. (laughs) I mean, and here's what's so remarkable about it. Look, if there's a leaky roof, we got to fix the roof. That's that's fine. We go through the process. We fix the roof. Even if we need to go somewhere else to have session, we've done that before in the past. We've gone across the street. We've gone into the basement of the house. We could go into the Senate chambers and ask them to work. There's places that we can work. What's, What's silly is that House Democrats think the general public is dumb enough they actually believe this is the reason why they're shutting down the house. So what's what's actually going on is they had a member resign and a special election isn't until the end of February. And for the time being, the House chambers now is tied 101-101. So instead of finding a way to work together and, and moving certain things forward or just focusing on things that everyone agrees on just to get some stuff done, House Democrats have decided to make up a phony excuse so that they can shut the place down till till they get uh, back to a full deck. So I I don't even know why they felt the need to come out and uh, say something like this. They did the same exact thing last year when they didn't have a full deck. They were they uh, or not last year I guess. What was, it was broken last year? year? What was it? The toilets were clogged. What was it, man? Yeah. <laughs> last year they just they just didn't really have a, an answer. They just didn't like the numbers because there was a couple of special elections and areas that they were going to win. So they wanted to just shut the floor down until, until they got to that point. Here's the thing. The margin <laughs> in the state house is very close. It's right. 102 Democrats, 101 Republicans. So anytime there's somebody that steps down uh, there, the, the, the numbers get a little complicated but I mean, come on. We've been at this now for a year. There's <laughs> things that we could get done. We got to get back to work. Listen, Marty and I have some good connections in the roofing industry. We're happy to help. 
I, if, I mean, it's silly that they it can't is. go to another building, as you said. You've done it in the past. Well, in this three months time frame, I mean, they, they fixed I-95 in 12 days. You're telling me they can't fix the roof in three months? I mean, that's crazy. Doesn't it it's give just, all of you guys uh, a bad name and people think these guys are just idiots, doesn't it? Well, it, it does because because when you put stuff out like that, it, it, it's so unbelievable that the general public just knows that there's something going on. And it just it, it makes us look stupid at the end of the day. I mean, look, we realize that 102, 101, 101, 101, I mean, it's tight and it's hard to get right. stuff done. And, and it's, it's hard to, you know, have to work and stuff like that uh, together and stuff. But we're, forced to, we're being forced to do it anyway. Um, and we, we're figuring it out. And let's keep doing it. And let's get stuff done that, you know, we all agree on. It needs to get moved forward. There's stuff out there that we could do. It's just another disappointing episode. Um, for this session, and um, it's something that, uh, you know, we're going to have to find a way to fix as we move forward. And, and so the impression is then that all of you are lazy and that you're not going back to work until March, which is insane. Which Middle of March, wh- after after uh, St. Patrick's Day. Middle of March. And so yep. it kind of raises the old issue, why the hell are we paying them full-time when they only work part-time? Doesn't that, isn't that a decent argument? Yeah, I, I mean that's certainly the impression that that you could make, and the, that you could the argument you could make, and the impression that it gives is when you put out a statement like that. There's plenty of people across this Commonwealth that that certainly work in a building that has a leaky roof. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it, there's all kinds of ways that we could be doing stuff. But in the meantime, I mean, I know the House Republicans are still going to be working and doing their constituent services and talking to people and going around their districts, but. At the end of the day, our job is to fix problems for the Commonwealth. And when and when the House is shut down, Thank you. Uh, there's not much that we can there's not much that we can do with the House being shut down. And uh, it's unfortunate. Um, and uh, we ought to be going back much sooner than that. Hey, my boy, Rob, won't let me go unless I ask you again how many kids you have. Six. <laughs> That's it. Eight. You only have six. Eight, 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 eight. Thank you, Larry. He has eight. I, I, had oh. six, I had six a couple years ago. Yeah, Larry, check in. I'm sorry. He's been it's, working, man. I'm sorry you've been busy. Hey, my man, if you were off for the next five months, what the hell would you do? Make babies. Oh. Six, <laughs> eight kids. God bless you. You're yeah. shooting for a dozen, yeah. brother. And then you got to deal no, with all the I, children I in Harrisburg. <laughs> I know. Well, there's, there's a lot of similarities, to be frank. I mean, <laughs> I, we could... We could spend an episode talking about that. Well, but. you are well prepared to deal with uh, some of the things you have to on a daily basis. Uh, before you go, man, any reaction to uh, the Japanese company buying U.S. Steel? Does it? You know, I, I, I'm sure it was a remarkable $14.1 billion, considering in 1903, uh, Carnegie Steel and the rest of them were bundled for like $1.2 billion. Mm. Um, and just how much, uh, what, what, Marty was saying how much the steel industry has changed, and that that shows it. Yeah, uh, that that that's the only difference from 1903 until 2023. Um, I I mean, something that we kind of could all see coming. Yep. Um, depressing though, yep. I think because of it the is. history. I mean, like yep. my my family came uh, to America to work in Braddock in in 1913. Wow, uh, to work at the Edgar Thompson plant and. And it's just part of who we are in Western Pennsylvania. And uh, 
this is the next chapter of it, but uh, we're still building things out here and, and we still have the opportunity to build more things. And that's what we're working on in Harrisburg so that we can, you know, keep opportunities in Western Pennsylvania and so our kids can stay in this area. Um, but yeah, I, I heard that news and I can't really articulate why just yet, but I, I felt kind of disappointed by no, it. No, no, you, you did it well. It's exactly what you yeah, said. You, you, it's changed dramatically, brother. It's kind of the reaction people have is, oh, that's kind of sad in a way, yeah. how it will practically affect the region. We'll see. But, Josh, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Anytime. Love them. State Representative Josh Kale, 15th District. Eight kids. Eight children. Come on, man. God bless I'd them. want to go back to Harrisburg. You want to reach out to us? You can anytime. Um, the Smell um, Key Instant um, Access, no, 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 just a click no, no, no. away. <laughs> Email us at instantaccess at kdkradio.com. Hey, man. Soreo made you a smoking cake. Yeah, he did. Man, that thing was gorgeous. You know, that man. was, uh, I really appreciated At the Oaks Theater Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had a Christmas show, and yeah. they, they brought a cake for me, him and his son, Tony. You bring it home? No, they we cut it up and so let you didn't bring anything have. home. No, I didn't. Nothing for your wife and kids. Nothing. You wonder too, man. What do you, you mean? Wonder why she gets irritated with you? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, you didn't bring one piece home. No, people ate it. And then you went after and got hammered at Pub Three Thirty Three, which is my boy J.K.'s place. Is he the mayor of a uh, Sorrellville, or is he the? Well, that's interesting because they have these great business minds and they're keeping that town relevant. So, so you didn't take one piece of that cake home for your wife? There was none left. Why? People ate it. You should have put it aside. I mean, I would have. I couldn't even get to it. They cut it up and You people... couldn't get to it. Now you're lying to people as they listen. I couldn't. 35 years, man. Good for you, man. Sitting on the throne. How's that feel? Honestly, I, I need your honest. Do, do, are you melancholy? Do you feel no, it? No, I mean, today, so 35 years ago today, I started at KDK Radio KKA, and TV. KKA. Not KDK. Just think of what's changed since. Mention some of the names. Woo. Of course, John Cigna, it was announced. Uh, well, they didn't. Actually, it took uh, how many years later? How many shows is that? Can we do the math? Thousands and thousands. Yeah. I had a TV show called Wake Up oh, stop. on KDK. Just let go of the TV thing. It's over, man. The ship has <laughs> sailed, bro. <laughs> and then radio, I was... Maybe we get some more cake. I, I got to get you another cake so you can bring your wife some because she's going to be angry about this. It's angry anyway. Did you get, did you get her that machine? I'm the, saying... The power plate. Yeah, did you get it or not? No. No. No, she doesn't want the power plate. It's some other thing. The Skierg or whatever. <laughs> Never even heard of that thing. It's cheap, too. I checked it out. How cheap? 1800 Oh, yeah, that's cheap. Forget it. We got so, enough equipment. So 35 years, man. How long on this show? Well, since uh, September 11, 2001. Wow. I was on the next day. So what, 22 years? Week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's do do you feel that span of time? Because I don't feel time and place. You know, you've been here a long time, too, doing this. I'm at 18. Uh, and so is Rasmussen. Total, but I'm, Actually, I'm here like 15 years. But Paul Rasmussen's work anniversary here is today also 18 years. 
flies. I mean, so you don't feel it the time, the window, that expanse of time. No, it's amazing. Uh, one thing that is kind of cool is Jack Bogut, who was on before Love John Signus, still with us, and occasionally I have lunch with him. It's kind of nice. Hell and yeah! When I was a kid, we listened to him in the kitchen, and my parents lived long enough where then it was me. Did you see the messages when I posted all your cake stuff on my social media? People actually really like you a lot. People are being very kind. They love you. There's always. I, I've there. never met anyone that said you were a jagoff. No, I mean this. That's extraordinary in this business because there are a lot of people. You know, I am what I am. I'm kind of a pot stirrer, as they'd like to say. And by the way, I cherish that because when you stir the pot, you create change. And I've done that for years and I love it and absolutely wonderfully covet that. I mean this. I mean, we had at least a thousand people respond to the both the uh, Facebook and the x postings and instagram not one negative comment oh no no your wife sent me a text tell them to bring There's some always cake one. home and that's okay you're gonna bring some cake home if we get a new one if i can kind of hustle up something yeah i well, don't want to delay sam i'm not begging for Do it you hear the delay i'm not begging for don't, it don't you think he should have brought some of that cake home to his wife Samantha? yeah why didn't you that's what i'm saying one piece remember back in the day when your mom would go to a wedding and they'd wrap all that food and stuff in a napkin or cake. I brought you a piece of cake. They'd have it in their purse. That's all your wife wants. Have some intimates. Nice Italian girl. Mm. Every Monday at this time, we welcome Brian Caranta, Secure Money Advisors. It's about estate planning. It's about retirement planning. And they work hand in hand. And Brian, good morning. Good morning, Larry. How are you today? Good. So the question today is... How can an income annuity protect your money from inflation? That's a good one. But I, I will tell you, an income annuity alone cannot completely protect you from inflation. So, and, and again, when we talk inflation here, what we're really talking about is protecting your purchasing power. How far is your dollar going to go? You know, when I came to uh, Pittsburgh in 1995 uh, to go to Robert Morris, it was 87 cents for a gallon of gas. And I think it's Last time I checked, it was three ninety-five. Just the other day, three sixty-five, somewhere around there. That's inflation at its best, right there. That's a that's a big jump. So we got to think about that for the future because that's going to continue to happen. What rate it goes to, we don't know. But an income annuity, what does it do for you? Well, it creates a pension for you. It's essentially a private pension that you can create for yourself. So let me give you an example of how this can protect you. So let's say, and it doesn't matter how much money you have. I'm just using this example. Uh, to, to make the math very simple. But let's say you had a million dollars. Well, if you're going to need money uh, from this million-dollar retirement account, you have two options. You can try to withdraw money from your account that might be invested in the stock market. And as long as the stock market's cooperating, you have really nothing to worry about as long as it's going up. But we know the stock market doesn't go straight up. Look at the past uh, year. So what happens when the stock market gets going down and you're pulling money out? You're compounding your losses. You're locking into your losses. So one way that you can create and protect yourself from ever running out of money and protect yourself from inflation is to do what we call split allocation. Meaning you put half the money into an income annuity, which let's say you put $500,000 into an income annuity. That income annuity will generate over $51,000 a year guaranteed for your life. If you die, guaranteed for your spouse's life. And if your spouse dies, any money goes to your beneficiaries. So you never lose control of it. And then the remainder of the money can stay in the stock market. And the years that the stock market is up, 
let's say your $500,000 get the 10% growth rate, you make $50,000. You can then pull that money out and set it in a separate account so that when costs start going up, you have a built-in buffer account to offset those increases in costs. And that's how you protect yourself from running out of money. And that's how you protect yourself from, uh, from inflation and protecting your purchasing power. And again, Larry, all of this is in my book, Right Track Your Retirement, which is a simple guide to help people plan a good retirement and give them peace of mind. Yeah, you can go to righttrackpittsburgh.com. This is so smart. And I think what's also really important I've learned through you is the fact that everybody's individual scenario, their case, is different too. Yes, and that's why you have to get with a good fiduciary firm. Whether you visit us at Secure Money Advisors or you just find another good fiduciary firm in Pittsburgh that will help you put together a written plan, a real plan, that is what you want to do. Find someone that will help you do that, calculate the numbers so that you have a really good black and white plan in place based around really good math. RightTrackPittsburgh.com, Brian Caranta, Secure Money Advisors on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Brian, have a great week. We'll catch you next Monday. Have a great week, Larry. See you. Bye-bye. On the Big K Morning Show. Coming up on the Big K Morning Show right after the news, the top of the hour. By the way, again, if you didn't hear, U.S. Steel sold. Details with Paul Rasmussen to a Japanese company. And, uh, you know, marks marks a change, even though a, not much apparently will change, at least you know, it's in interesting. the upstart. Uh, Raz's observation that it's the biggest story of the year. I mean, you could probably argue that, but I promise you this. On the streets in this town, in the world that most folks live in, the Steelers have a lot more significance to them. Not that they, not that they should. No, they I understand do. what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just how people roll. In downtown, we're going to get into this at the top of the next hour. That shooting downtown was very uh, disheartening and disenchanting, and a little bit ridiculous that the the, uh, the mayor called that shooting in Arby's downtown right in broad daylight. Was it Thursday afternoon? Said it was uh, an isolated incident. Okay. Okay, and the Steelers have a great team. If, if that's an isolated incident. And now the new rhetoric being thrown out there is that Arby's, this is where the shooting happened inside Arby's, they had no security cameras and they weren't turned on. Well, now I'm hearing the reason why is Arby's said, I'm out of here. The hell with this joint. They're shutting down. I'm hearing the uh, sub shop next door, it was a Penn Station, did the same thing so they have no security video. But internally, some of the big shots in the police department are trying to blame it on big business that they made this all about money. I'm not thinking that whoever owns the Arby's downtown is making a lot of money, sir. And I'm thinking that the mayor is deflecting the truth. And until the mayor accepts the well, truth... Wait a minute. How is that Arby's fault? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How the hell do you think these thugs that did this shooting inside this Arby's knew that the security cameras were off? No. And said, hey, my man, let's go in and shoot each other because we're not going to be captured on tape. I, I would say there's a 0% chance Thank they you. were aware of that. Thank you. At some point, and, and by the way, let me read this, because this comes from one of my insiders who's on those streets all the time, and it breaks my heart. The kids from the hood say downtown is the, numerous, is the new hood. How sad is that? In fact, my insider who works the streets downtown every day says, I kind of laughed the first time a kid told me that. Now I've heard it numerous times. 
So, so for Mr. Mayor, who says that shooting inside the Ar- Arby's was isolated, he mustn't spend any time downtown because I've been down there a hundred times and it's not isolated. And now you have people calling downtown Pittsburgh the hood. And that's frightening, brother. That is, until this mayor stands in front of cameras and tells the world, we got to have zero tolerance downtown. I will arrest, we will arrest anything that moves until we give downtown back to the citizens of Pittsburgh. Then it'll still be, as these kids are now describing it, the hood. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.